Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, everybody say, hey, it's Friday. Well, okay. Friday. It, okay. <laughs> she, here we've got a little carryover, Happy Donna, Friday. from yesterday. This is like, like a Friday uh, because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And yesterday we did Throwback Thursday music trivia. Oh, sweet Jesus, you're not wasting any time, are you? So, Don, <laughs> yesterday, as the show went on, she got <laughs> weirder and weirder. Well, considerably like. weirder and weirder. Sometimes, Don, I feel like she's on a little better behavior for you because it's just like a fellow distinguished woman in the building. Oh, then DJ Rock Lobster comes in, and all expectations go out the window. Wait a minute. She so it makes me feel weird. like you guys are having more fun with him, and it makes me feel jealous. Oh, okay. That's I'm going to have to pray on it. That, you are going to have to pray on that. I was well, going to say, that's one way of looking at it. Don, you don't see like the craziness that happens during commercial breaks. Yeah. Steve and I are... Steve will go, now, do you act like this in front of so-and-so? And yeah. I'm like... Hell no. Yeah. I would never. That's the thing is you're pretty, you've gotten wilder on the radio the last four years. You've gotten weirder. I would say just loosey goosey and people are loving it, by the way. I feel like you're trying to credit yourself with something. That was my hope. So I made you better. But the thing is, you are so much weirder off the air. Like there's still a next level of weirdness, which gives me hope for the future of this show because... The mic will accidentally be on at some point. You won't realize. But yesterday, the last two hours of the show, the last hour in particular, she was very, very energetic. I had coffee. Sue me. Sue Sue me, Susie. Anyway. Uh, So it feels like a Friday today. We're feeling good. By the way, coming up today at 930. Normally, we would say we don't even, whatever we do today is fine because we're here, we're in the building, the bosses aren't listening. Yeah. God bless you, Donna. Hopefully not. Thanks, man. But no, at 9.30, we have to talk about something. We were reached out to yesterday, people who have been following along in the Red Lobster story the last few days. Not DJ Rock Lobster. But actual Red Lobster. Our plan is to go to Red Lobster Donna, uh, me, Rocco, and Don, we've set December 1st as a date for us to just do a little team. We never do this, right? A little team building. Let's hang out. Yeah. And yesterday, we started hearing from the big boss. So there's B. Arthur, who is our direct supervisor. Yeah. And then above her 
is the sea monster. Yeah, it all started because Dawn said something very controversial. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. What did I say? You were talking about how uh, when you're in contract negotiations, (laughs) how they always try to make it like they're giving you a great deal. The incentives. We we had a story about celebrities and how, you know. Dancing with the stars. Dancing with the stars, how much money they make. And then Jennifer Lawrence about men and Women. Yeah, but with Dancing with the Stars, it was about oh, right. the dancers and who how, don't get paid a lot. But they have opportunities right. to make money off their Instagram yes. and other ways to make money on their own. You're going to do then, it again, aren't Dawn, you? You got to be careful. <laughs> and then Dawn said, oh, that reminds me of negotiations when they're like, but if this, 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 and this happens, oh, girlfriend. You be Look at all the, the opportunities you'll have. So Dawn felt defensive of the the star the, the the professional dancers from Dancing with the Stars. So then we get an email. Excuse me, we get a text message. But first Dawn leaves. Then we get a text yeah, message. Yeah, she lights the match, pours <laughs> the gasoline. I open my phone and then I see nine messages and I think, oh no, something's happened. Kinda. And then, so then I we get a message from our big boss, the sea monster, Dan Seaman. Yeah. And I didn't even have his number saved in my phone correctly. So then I was like, who is who just sent us crap question mark? And what's what do I need to know? Oh no. And then we realized it was him. And then we started having a discussion, which Don and I were or Don and I, we were just shooting glances of we, like yeah. are we getting fired on Thanksgiving? We're just faking that we know what he's talking about. Didn't we're know. like, Oh, hey, yeah. Steve says that you uh, would like to give us all a, a raise and oh. so it went on and on and oh. then there's a follow-up. There's a follow-up. At 9.30, we, we got an email. that It was the last email I read before I went to sleep. Now I lay me down to sleep. Do you think the last email that you ever want to see is from a boss? No. It's not. But it was suspiciously positive. Yeah, like he flipped. Who are we dealing with here? We got a little Harvey Dent, a little Two Face. I don't know. I don't, and I don't know. So what's we'll save it for? I wasn't on the email. I just checked. Oh, yeah, you weren't. No, 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 Don, you weren't. So we have something to tell you <laughs> at nine thirty. We will get to that. Also, yeah. uh, it's a normal fun day here on the Don and Steve Experience. So at ten thirty, we'll do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. At eleven thirty, it's game day. We do the Millennial X Games, and this is particularly exciting. Marley McMillan. Long time talent here at Yay. My Talk 1071, the former co host of the Donna and Marley show, will be joining us in the 11 o'clock hour. If she remembers. If she remembers. <laughs> oh Did you send her a. a, a, a we, we had a little back and forth texting thing going on. I didn't remind her. We'll need to send her a reminder maybe yeah, at like maybe 10. Yeah, let's do that. And then, uh, and then the hope is if she sticks around for the Millennial X game, she would be Donna's lifeline. Yeah. Because she's a millennial. Yeah. She's younger than me, I think. She is. Her? She's like 32, maybe? Oh, my god! Yeah, she's a youngie. Boy, she crushed it right out of the gates, didn't she? Yeah. So anyway, we'll be joined by Marley. That'll be a lot of fun to catch up uh, with her. So yesterday, while we were on the air, the Grammy nominations were coming out. The artist with the most Grammy nominations is who, Donna? It's actually, who Who do you guys think it is? Or do you already know the I answer? I don't know the answer. Um... I'm going to go... You're never going to guess. Okay. It's not Olivia Rodrigo? No. It's Stephen Colbert's band leader, John Batiste. John Batiste. John Batiste. He has the most nominations with 11. Wow. Wow, that's cool. It, that's next crazy. up is Bieber, Doja Cat, Her. They all have her. eight. Her. And then Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo 
have seven. Wow. You know, John Baptiste, I saw him on Live with Kelly and Ryan, I think it was, recently, doing a musical performance. And I thought, oh, that's sort of weird, you know, because he's like a CBS guy with Colbert. And for him to be on what's largely an ABC show, I thought that's just sort of... Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. What are they just saying? And now the house band from the Late Show. But I guess John Baptiste had his own. Th- uh, John Baptiste and Stay Human, I think, is the name of the band. They had oh. their own thing going on for a while before Colbert was able to convince them. In the same way, I suppose that the Roots, the roots. were yes. well established yes. and well respected yeah. before they went to the Tonight this guy show. has performed with many artists in different genres. He's released his own stuff. He's performed in more than 40 countries. Oh, wow. He's super cute. Oh, I got to look at him. Hi, John Batiste. Easy. You hot babe. Donna. What? Is it, her, is it her type before I look this up? No. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. He's pretty clean. He's not oh. tatted up. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he'd be Wait submitting an application this- at Hot Topic. Okay, is this guy it's very handsome? Was he on Austin City Limits, and does he have his shirt open with a yeah, red shirt he does. on? Oh, yeah, he's babe. Nope. What was that? <laughs> what was that supposed to convey? Is yeah, that a God. swallow? Were you doing a, a, a thematic sort of animated swallow? Was that a gulp? <laughs> that was like nope. Oh. <laughs> like I'm nervous. Oh yeah. If I had to be in the crowd, his teeth are so uh, pretty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's he's, he's good. a good-looking guy. Yeah. See what he's I'm saying? Guy. What is he playing? A, a he's going into a keyboard in this one. Oh, that's what not is how that you play thing? It. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just I need to turn this page off. Okay. I apologize. Anyway, uh, more on Stephen Colbert and a guest of his coming up. And if you see something, say something. It really brought me to tears this morning. Oh, wow. Really, really sweet. All right. So we'll get into that. When we come back, it is time for things that make you go, huh? Ponder this. What does the song Mary Had a Little Lamb, that nursery rhyme, have to do with Thanksgiving? Huh. And Abe Lincoln, for that matter. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Some Thanksgiving fun facts next on my talk. Welcome back. Yeah, Donna and Steve. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Producer Don McLean is hanging with us. Hello. Hello. Okay. And Steve's got some fun facts. Things that make you go. Donna's always strangely been anti lamb, saying, I wish there were only goats. I've heard you say that three or four times. <laughs> so I don't even know how this will land for you, Donna. You're such a silly willy man. What do you think the nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb, has to do with Thanksgiving and our 16th president, Thanksgiving. Abraham Lincoln? Um, it has to do with um, dinner, eating a lamb for dinner. Okay. I think it was about his daughter. Mary had a little little song about his daughter. Whose fleece was white as snow. Everywhere Everywhere that that Mary went, went, the lamb was sure to go. go. Oh. (laughs) And then I don't know the rest. All along this. Oh. 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 Well, you're all wrong. Oh. And you're not even close, really. Mary had a little. No, don't look. Are you trying to look at the lyrics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary. 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 You want the moon, Mary? I'll share you, Mary. Everywhere the child went, the lamb was sure to go. He followed her to school one day and broke the teacher's rule. Oh. What a time did they have that day at school? Tisket, casket, a green and yellow basket. Sent a letter to my baby. On my way, I passed it. 
this kidney stone? I don't know. What's it about? Abraham Lincoln, never heard of him, <laughs> proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday on October 3rd, 1863. Sarah Josepha Hale is credited with convincing him to do it. She's also the woman who wrote the nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb. What did you say about the president? Abraham Lincoln, who I'm not even convinced you would have voted for, <laughs> proclaimed Thanksgiving a national holiday on October 3rd, 1863. It was Sarah Josepha Hale, the woman who wrote the nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb, Josepha. who is credited with convincing Abraham Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. Oh, Point is, had it not been for Mary Had a Little Lamb Lady, we might all just be eating turkey, stuffing, and mashed potatoes in the calf tomorrow. Know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Mary Josepha. There are two towns in the United States named Turkey. One in Texas, the other in North Carolina. Really? Two named Turkey Creek in Arizona. Louisiana, 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 the bayou. Neat. The average, <laughs> the average number of calories consumed on Thanksgiving is how many? Oh, a lot. Uh, fourteen thousand. Oh, sweet <gasps> oh Lord, my have it. She is. <laughs> what? No, I don't think she tracks her calories or ever has. No, because she's just naturally thin. Yes. Oh, yes. So she doesn't yeah. know how. No, I do. Ca- I write my calories on my hand every day. Your hand? Stop, yeah, Donna. You can't say oh, that. It's a white trash Palm Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh! How many? You real? You write down like what one six? Like I, I change the numbers, so I'll go like I have like four forty right now because I had coffee. Oh, so you add it and you just keep rubbing off the old number. And yeah, pretty much. Donna, <laughs> you are a delight. Okay, five five thousand. The, the the a human is supposed to have what two thousand. She's trying to get away from the palm thing that she did. Do you see this now? She's like suddenly engaged I again. Think in that's the very charming. Unbelievable. Thanks, Dawn. Hey. So you have an app when you're like, hang on. Add no, 90. I don't say hang on. Just when I think of it, I'll just go, <laughs> oh, I should add a hundred. I've never how you've been I, doing this the whole time I've been with you? Yeah, and if I don't write it on my hand, I, I'll like just add up approximately so then I know how much I have left that I can eat later. Track your macros. But you know, I go over, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just try to eat balanced. Anyway, so uh, I'm gonna say five thousand. Forty five hundred. Okay. Forty five hundred calories. That's a lot. lot. That's more than double what you should be eating. Well, depending on your weight, right? Because you take your weight times 12, is it? I don't even know this equation. Your weight times 12, what is that? Isn't that the number of calories that you can have a day without to maintain 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 your weight? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm going to do this. I don't know how much I weigh. That's the problem. Oh, because you don't have a scale. I do have a scale. I just don't get on. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Matt, cause it all, all right, I'm going to say 195, let's say. 195 times 12. I think so, that's oh, right. Okay, so the, yeah, that would put me on a 2,340 calorie diet. Yeah, shoot, man. I mean, I had a banana this morning. You did. I had a protein bar and a protein right. shake. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll fact check I mean, that. I can understand how that would be right, but that is not going to keep me at this weight. That's double what I eat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't really track calories, but yeah, I, I do. Kind of I do. Like I add them at. up, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's just about what I'm eating more than... Right. And when. Right. It's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. thing. What do you want from me? Let's see if I have another one. Hang on. I do. And then I have questions for you, because today is a very special day. We're not going to have time for this. We'll do it in a little bit. All right. Uh, How about this? According to the USDA, the top turkey-producing states are... Minnesota. Minnesota. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. How? I just know things. North Carolina. <laughs> okay. Arkansas, Indiana, Missouri, Don. Yeah. Virginia, Iowa, and California. What is that? You're like your top eight there? Are we the top? I think we are. If not, we're like number two. Remember last year when the turkeys were like, oh, the hell with it. During the pandemic. <laughs> Since all of us were just in our houses, they started walking around everywhere. Oh, yeah. That was, I could not believe it. When I first moved here, I was shocked. They're just everywhere. They were in my alley where I lived. <laughs> I'm like, there are 18 turkeys. Yeah, holding court. And so I got out there with my phone. I'm like, hey, bud, yeah. come on now. And like one of them was a stray. And I'm like, come on now. I like literally, I kind of sheepdogged it around this car. Oh my gosh, and people are like, Don, don't get that close to wild yeah, turkeys. Yeah, they can get nasty. Especially if they, you know, are in heat. They're only in the country with us. You'd have to be able to beat a city. turkey up though. Like, if I got attacked by a turkey, Aww. it doesn't have arms. No, I wouldn't go out looking to okay. find a turkey to do like, a oh, hit on. Man, I like I'm just saying, if I, I if I had to get close and then they started attacking me. <laughs> There's a big beak and claws. I should be able to win, but I don't know. Geese scared the bejesus out of me. Like, if you had a goose running at you. They're scary. Even though you have fists. Yeah, because like they're, they're mean. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And they, they, they win you over at the beginning of spring, these little cute goslings. And you're like, oh, look no. at the line of goslings. And by the end, you're like, Hong Kong, move it, pal. Yeah, and you're like, you're crapping everywhere. Get out of here, you. Uh, when we come back, we will talk a little bit about um, my final day on Twin Cities Live, which is coming up today. But also, we'll start with the email, late night email that Donna and I got from our big boss last night. What it means for Don next. Robin, baby, oh, hey, hey, what? hey. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. Don't forget about our 14th annual Santa Project. It's to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities. You can bring a toy or a gift to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, for example. During the Lori and Julia broadcast, which is going to be 
Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Is that uh, November 30th? 30th. Yeah. You got it. And then my talk is going to get the toys to the kids and the families at the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. So uh, more details and the full broadcast schedule where we're all going to be is available by using keyword Santa at mytalk1071.com. That's a fun opportunity. Sales. You know what I mean? Black Friday sales, get some toys. Oh, great idea, Dawn. Great idea. Dawn, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now to the email we go. Okay. If you were listening to the show yesterday, for a few days, we've been kicking around the idea of going to Red Lobster. I think we were, as we discussed it, when my parents said they were going to Red Lobster when I was a child, I thought, well, certainly it doesn't get any fancier than that. It just seemed like, wow, Red Lobster. I still kind of feel that way because of how they talked about it. So it'll be interesting for me to be inside of a Red Lobster as an adult. I've only been to a Red Lobster twice, I think, in my whole life. We should all get really dressed up that day. I'd love to. I Wouldn't love that dressing up for no reason. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Rocco should wear his lobster shorts. Is that time for a club? Oh, it's cold, though. Baby, it's cold <laughs> Oh, maybe we need to get him a shirt. Outside. So, we were talking about this. And as we were kicking around the idea uh, on the air yesterday, uh, the topic came up on who's going to pay. And I just thought, you know, it would be really cool, I think, if Donna paid. And if she just picked up the tab and it is the dawn, it is the year of woman. Right. And who that would almost be like mansplaining the check if I jumped in and said, oh, here, let me take care of that. It's like she is woman. Hear her roar. Let her have this moment. And so I didn't want to get in the way of that in the the name of just women's liberation. (laughs) That is really crafty the way you've crafted that. Um, mm. In addition to that, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I'm leaving Twin Cities Live today. And so I thought it would be a nice gesture if she picked up the tab since I am uh, dropping a salary. I thought that'd be nice. So point is, Donna got forced into it by choice. Donna got forced into it and was like, fine. But then she said to me, you tip. So she'll pay for it. I'll tip. And, and then she starts inviting more people. <laughs> well, then we were like, yeah, so, so we got four people now. So Donna, Stevie Boy... And then DJ Rock Lobster and Don, who both helped produce the Don and Steve experience. So we're talking about this. Earlier, we mentioned that there was something that you started complaining about yesterday on the air, Don, which then had oh, the no. sea monster. I thought Amy and Dan were gone. Dan, apparently Dan is listening yesterday. And so then he starts texting us with, uh, oh, you know, stuff about the negotiation talk that you were doing. And, oh, I guess yeah. this wasn't enough or whatever. Was this meant for Amy? Blah, blah, blah. It gets weird. <gasps> Don and I are like, great. Now we're out of work. What happens <laughs> because next? Because of me. Because of Don. <laughs> Late night, we get an email from the sea monster, Dan Seaman, our big boss, who we love and respect and admire. And it says this. How about... I buy Red Lobster on December 1st, which is the oh. date that we planned. He was really actively listening. Or he went back and listened to the podcast. Wow. But that takes a lot. Say yeah. other th- oh, no, but wow. hear this, Don, and this is, this is what we have to talk about. Okay. He says, how about I buy Red Lobster on December 1st? Can I come with? Can I? Can I? <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don. <laughs> Whoops. So Whoops. we have to talk about. Now, Don, or Donna already responded. Yes, and then quintuple banged an exclamation point. She went caps lock, yes. Yeah, because I'm off the hook. Quintuple banged. So you were excited because now you're like, I don't have to pay. Actually, we haven't hung out with Dan in a long, I haven't, in a long time. 
Yeah, we only saw him briefly at Project Down and Dirty. He used to take us out to to lunch, you know. He'd find some one-on-one time to hang out or have drinks. Oh. Yeah, like at an event, like like for the Ronald McDonald House. If we were at a charity event and there was extra room at the table, he would see who wanted to go. And then he'd buy drinks and hang out. Now, here, uh, may I take you back to the first year that I was married? What does that have to do with anything? My father-in-law said... Would you guys like to live with me during your senior year of college, first year of marriage? If you do, it's free. So we had to have a discussion. Do we want to live free more than anything? Or do we want to live alone more than anything? First year of marriage. This reminds me of that. Because now we have the big boss saying, hey guys, let me take care of it. But I'll be there. Just like my father-in-law said, let me handle the rent. But... I'll be there. So if, Don, you were thinking it was going to be a time to vent and blow steam, the tenor of the conversation will change, but in a possibly very positive way. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. You're saying all the right things. I like Dan. I like Dan. I worked with Dan a long time ago. You told me Dan was the best boss you've ever worked for. He is. That's really something. Mm-hmm. I told him that from you. Really? Behind your back in oh, Project Down and Dirty. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, Don... You're frankly our problem child at this because you ruffled his feathers yesterday. Ah. And so if you if he's there, I'm fine. with. Will you behave in a good way? I just need to ask you that. bluntly. What do you think I'm going to do? I don't know. I've never eaten with you. (laughs) Well, I will have a little lobster claw wrench, whatever those are. Oh, Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I'll have a weapon. Um, Break it open. Yeah, I will. Have some drawn butter. Do we limit what, and I suppose this would be in poor taste, do we limit the menu for him? Because we don't want to see him sucking a crab leg out of its shell, right? Because that would change our perspective of him moving forward. And no? do we want to see him in a bib? Maybe we say you can come if you wear a bib. <laughs> BYOB. It has to be plastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we view him the same if we see him in no. a bib. That uh, immediately disarms him. Oh, you know? gosh. <laughs> How's DJ Rock Lobster going to feel about this? Oh, he's going to have like food in his beard. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> I just feel like, and, and he'll grab a drink, and I feel like he could get sloppy on us, and it, it could go sideways. <laughs> Whereas if we just had to Uber him home and it was just the four of us, it'd be fine. But if the big boss is there, I'm just saying we're going to have to be on good behavior. We think it's sure. a wonderfully kind gesture, and we would all love the FaceTime with him. He's a very busy man. It's not just us. No, he is. It's the buffoons over at KS95. It's Score North. Yeah. It's Garage Logic. It's yeah. everybody up in Brainerd and up north. He's got yes, a lot going everybody. on. So the FaceTime is a valuable commodity, but we will have to behave accordingly. But we don't have to pay. Do you think he'll tip, too? I think he'll tip. Yeah. Then I say he's in. All right. You guys? Of course. All right. I love Great. Dan. I already this said We talk about theater with each other. He loves to go see Broadway shows. That's and... where DJ Rock Lobster bumped into him last weekend was at a theater production. See? Oh, that's right. Dan Stoddard was in a yeah. production. Yeah. That's awesome. Lovely. All right. Now, let's talk about you and this very special day. We both started our days crying. Yeah, probably for different reasons. People were asking me, people have been asking me so much during the last couple of months, how are you feeling? And I've been saying, you know, good. Like, I was sad when I made the announcement that I was leaving Twin Cities yeah, Live, and today yeah, is yeah. our final show together um, with with Elizabeth Reese and I on TV. 
And I was sad when I announced it. And then we sort of hit like this, you know, now we're just doing the show for a couple months. And I think I compartmentalize mm-hmm. uh, either intuitively or, uh, or intentionally or non-intentionally. Yeah. But even yesterday, we had a little going away thing, and it was nice, and I just felt good. And everybody, I just get that question so much, how are you feeling? And then I said last night, you know, tomorrow maybe I could sense things could change, because then it will just be the only thing left is that last show together. I don't know what's coming up on um, today's show. Um, all, my only hope is that we just, I have no expectations of them doing anything other than I just want us to enjoy making a TV show together sure. one last time. Aww. And because uh, that's a fun thing and you do it every day, just like we do here on radio. And there's just a bunch of behind the scenes people that are actively involved every right. day. And so mm-hmm. it'll just be fun to make TV one more time. So anyway, we're going to have some time, I think at the top of the show uh, during host chat to say some stuff. So as I started thinking this morning, just like, what will I say? How will I kind of articulate some things that I want to just say to the audience at home and, you know, um, to the people that I work with and all that. And then I started, I ended up crying three separate times on the way into work today. Now, I will say, I was listening to like church music, which gets me, I can, if I'm just listening to that music on my own some morning, that can hit me in the right moment on the right day of the week and I hear the right lyric and then I can get a little weepy. But each time I was trying to like rehearse in my head, like just what are some beats that I want to communicate? And then I started getting all weepy. And I was looking back on the last seven years just with this real sense of big picture gratitude mm. of what that opportunity um, provided me, what it those relationships have meant to me during the last seven oh, you're gonna years. you're going to make me cry. I've so, already cried this about <clears throat> this once today with Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, I heard that. What happened when Elizabeth she came She didn't on? cry. I she did. said, scram! So you beat it, buddy! We <laughs> asked her how she was feeling, and she said that she's, she's very sad, but and, she's happy for you. And she's enjoyed every second of working with you. Oh, seriously. She Donna, said every every day has been a complete joy working mm. with him. She's brushing that up a little bit, but we have had a really lovely time. Donna, why don't you feel that way about me? <laughs> because, I do. No, you know, it's been, I've been so fortunate on both radio and television because I've gotten along so easily with Donna and with Elizabeth. I am so different in many ways from both Donna and Elizabeth. Which was why it works. Which does create this sort of, as Elizabeth describes it, a, uh, a a mutual curiosity and a mutual amusement in the other person. Yes. Where you're just sort of excited to hear the next weird thing that you disagree yes. with because it adds another <laughs> layer. Um, and you're excited when the yes. other person gets a moment. You can sense they're about to go off on a thing and you can just sit back and watch them do it and add a little seasoning to the dish, but let them have the main course, right. you know? And so it really creates an easy way to work every day. So I don't know. Now here's the thing. Maybe I got the emotion out of me in the car. Maybe, and you know, music and thinking about something creates oh, yeah. a perfect storm. Oh, absolutely. On Twin Cities Live, we stop paying royalties, so we cannot run any commercial music, and the royalty-free music does not conjure up emotion sure. in me. Oh, yeah, good thing. <laughs> so maybe, uh, yeah. maybe like, I'll be fine. Music bed. But oh. my family's going to be there. I have a lot oh. of family in town who asked if they could come for the last day. You have family in town? My mom and dad, what? Janie oh, and Dave gosh. are going to come. Scooty and April. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I think even my uh, uh, my my best friend from college who just moved here, or from high school, what? our best man in each Nick. other's weddings, Your Nick is going to be here. We were each other's best 
man in our weddings, and he just moved up here. He's going to be working for World Vision, and we will live thousands of miles away from each other. We will now live a four-minute drive from each other. Oh, gosh, Steve. So he'll be Life there. is good. So I think that that's what got me a little weepy was just like the, you know... It's God's like, goodness has been very apparent in my life. This and, is very, uh, it's a wonderful life, you know, <gasps> when it culminates Mary? at the end. Yeah. And everybody's giving George money. If they play Old Lang Syne, if they pony up for that at the end of the show, I'll cry. Well, you know what's going to happen? Adele, right you're going to start hearing. No, they can't have someone like you. <laughs> they can't play any commercial music. That is correct. That's right. Unless we show the. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The music video that it goes to, that's the only way we're allowed to get away with it. <laughs> oh, oh right. got it. So, um, all right, but it should be, be nice. fun. Today at 3 o'clock, um, we're looking forward to it. I will tell you... We'll be watching, by the way. Uh, I'll tell you what made me cry this morning and what has made me now fall in love with this actor who is so sweet. We'll play a little bit of what he had to say about his mom when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and TV Steve Patterson. Last time I'll say that. Donna! What? Seems harsh. I'm sorry. What if I become the host of Jeopardy? What if you do? Honk, honk. I hope they're ready for slide whistles in between answers. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We'd have to give you a talk. We'd have to have a talk, Donna and I, with you, if you got an audition for that. Mm -hmm. About what you need to uh, leave out of your personality. Yeah. In order to get that gig. Still be fun, but let's... What's the number one thing I'd have to not bring to that audition, a Jeopardy audition? Um, Your hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, this woman. I trust kidding, him that I'm he kidding. would know what to leave out. Yeah. You're more but of doctor a... Jokes. You're more of a let's make a deal kind of guy. <laughs> you know, Look you're at this guy Jeopardy. in costume. Hey! <laughs> then you can be like... Whoop, yeah. Whoop. <laughs> Anyway, that's not why you called. This is... Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Um, you guys hear of that movie, Tick, Tick, Boom? Yes, I heard it's great. I cannot wait to see this movie. So the movie is about Rent, uh, playwright, Jonathan Larson, who died at 35. Mm. And I think he died before Rent ever made it to the stage. It was like in the preliminary stages of being, yes. yeah, performed right and all that. So... Andrew Garfield is going to be playing Jonathan Larson. This is the um, Lin-Manuel Miranda Mm -hmm. directed film. Well, Andrew Garfield lost his mother in 2019, right before he started production on this movie. Mm. 
And he was on with um, with Stephen Colbert and the way he talked about her moved me so much this morning. I'm like lying in bed with my laptop and I'm looking at this video and I'm bawling. I'm like, oh no. It just makes me love him so much. I know nothing about Andrew Garfield and I instantly liked him. It's very moving. Um, Here's a little bit of what he said. I love talking about it, by the way. So if I cry, it's only like, mm -mm. it's only a beautiful thing. This is all the unexpressed love, right? The grief. That will remain with us, you know, until we pass because we didn't, we never get enough time with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Um, No matter if someone lives till 60, 15 or, you know, 99. So I hope this grief stays with me because it's all the unexpressed love that I didn't get Mm -hmm. to to tell her. And I told her every day. We all all told her every day. She was the best of us. Um, So for me, you know, I, I was able to step into this in a way where I could honor this incredible life of of Jonathan Larson and he was taken far too soon. He died at the age of 35 on the night of the first preview of Rent off Broadway at the New York Theatre Workshop. Some strange twist of fate that he was taken that soon. And this film is kind of to do with that, it's to do with this ticking clock that we all have, that we all know in somewhere deep down that life is sacred, life is short, and we better just be here as much as possible with each other, holding on to each other. And for me, I got to sing Jonathan Larson's unfinished song while simultaneously singing for my mother and her unfinished song. And I'm indebted to John and I... And I'm, in, I'm indebted to Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm indebted to any, any, everyone who's brought me to this place so that I can, I can honor the most beautiful person that I've ever experienced in my life through my art and use it as a way to heal, use it as a way to sew up the wounds. Because that's what we do, right? That's what we do. You, that's what you do every night. You sew up our wounds. You sew up our wounds. Sweet. Beautifully oh said. Oh my God, what Gosh. a beautiful human being he is. What a wonderful expression of uh, what grief is. Yeah. And then yeah. he wanted, wants to hold on to it. Yeah, I hope he's saying, I hope this grief never leaves me. That's, That's a really poetic. perspective uh. changing approach yeah. to grief. Because so often we just want to push it down and we want to not deal with it and feel totally healed. Whereas he is almost uh, realistic, beautifully realistic enough to know that if He's it's embracing it. Someone you love, you'll never fully heal from that. Yeah. And there's beauty oh. in that. And oh when he really said gosh. that to, to Stephen Colbert, and then he pointed to his uh, John Bat- Batiste, his yes. band leader. Yeah, and he said, You, you heal say, people. Yeah. yeah. You get a card. Oh. You get a card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I had to share that because I, I, I knew not everybody saw that. And I just was so moved by the way he expressed that. Yeah, that was really. Wonderful. Jeez. Yeah. I, anyway. feel, I feel really bad now about calling him the amazing Crider Man. Wow. Yeah, you I should. Didn't like that version of Spider Man because he cried a lot. See? He did in Spider Man? Yeah. Well, the editing wasn't great. So it's like he would be not teared up and then the next cut would be him in full tears and then it would go back to him sort of. It was just. Oh my gosh. And, I, and it, there was a lot of crying. And I'm like, what is this? A movie about crying? <laughs> oh. Now I know he's a beautiful human being. He's and I just didn't sensitive. know he was British. 
Oh, oh really? Oh, what a double oh. bonus that was for you to hear. Yeah, and his dad was in the audience, and oh. I think his brother, too. And it was just really, oh. That was great. I knew nothing about this guy. I hear Tick, Tick, Boom is great. Paul McGuire Grimes, um, local movie critic, he thought it was just wonderful. Is that out right now? What's, I believe oh, what's coming out it today? is out right now. I believe so. Is, so. Okay, so I have a stupid question to ask. I should know this because I'm a theater person, but is it a play first? Is it a musical? Um, I think it is. He does sing, is. but, you yes. know. I mean, before it's a movie. Musical before it's a movie, yeah. I don't no. think so. It seems familiar that it is. I think, was it a book? Okay, yeah, you're right, Dawn. Yeah. It was on Broadway first? It was first? on Broadway, yeah. Based on the autobiographical musical by Jonathan Larson, it's the story of an aspiring composer in New York City who is worried he made the wrong career choice mm. whilst oh, I can't wait navigating the pressures of love and friendship. Mm. Let's uh, go see it together. All the music is by Jonathan Larson. Um Oh, guys, should we? No, hey, guys. Hey, no way. It's no, no, on no. Netflix. I'm watching it on okay, Netflix. Yeah. Okay. We already have a lunch. Is it on right now? Is it on uh, right now? It says watch now on Netflix. <gasps> yes. I'm doing that this weekend. Me too. Woo! Dawn, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, have yeah, a great Dawn. last show. Uh, happy thank you so much. I'm watching. Yeah, thank I'll you. be watching too. Um, enjoy your, uh, your time with loved ones. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. DJ Rock Lobster joins us next we have got a dirt alert and the latest in the world of music that's next on my talk where talk is fun this is fun this is fun my talk 1071 are you considering selling